Mama Jones and Big John Talley and the big crap games going back in the alley. And I kept rolling them seven and winning all them parts. My luck was so good I could do no wrong. I just kept on rolling and controlling them bones. Finally, they just threw up their hand and said, when you hot, you hot. That's right. When you're hot, you're hot. Welcome back to Hot Tag Wrestling Podcast. This is Dale Hangman Albright. Jesse Baker. Acme Geronimo Brown. And boy, we got a show. We've got, uh, we're building up to Mania. Oh, Mania. Road to WrestleMania. And I believe we've got the full card now. That is correct. Well, we uh, um, I don't know about that. I think we're at least you never missing. Have the full card. I think we're at least missing one match, possibly two. Okay. But we've got the, the majority. Uh, so let's go ahead and uh, what we got here. Let's well, well first off, how'd you spell mania? <laughs> Which time? <laughs> God damn it! Well, I like the fact that you picked the wrong one first. You were like mania, M A I N I A, that's mania, M A N I A, and I was like, oh, that's fucking wrong. Did you did you ever watch right though? Did you ever watch Schoolhouse Rock? No. Okay. Anyways, so we're gonna move right along. Uh. What do we got here? We we, we, we got a possible shakeup spec? Yeah, our, our, our random question for the WrestleMania 34 edition of Hot Tag Wrestling leads right into, you know, normally following WrestleMania, there's what they refer to as a superstar shakeup. Emulates what they used to refer to as the draft. I'm sure they lost that term for quite obvious reasons. But it is where the red brand and the blue brand start trading superstars. Now, this is a very interesting one, mostly because after Mania, moving back to co-branded pay-per-views. So all of the pay-per-views moving forward, you get rid of your fast lanes and your stupid singular brand dumb things, you know, and uh, I think that we move back into a really cool scenario where you have high-stakes title defenses. I'm hoping that it comes along with the unification of some of these titles to where you start seeing the title holder on both brands, but they're fighting whatever the contender is from that brand, kind of over the world champion, universal champion thing. Right. I think that having one makes sense. I'd like to see secondary titles, brand-specific, and everything else, tag titles, women's titles, cruiserweight title, all that other stuff, be kept across each brand. Are are we going to be seeing a women's tag team title anytime? I heard that rumor, but I think they're doing the cruiserweight tag title first Yeah, in order to bolster some of that 205 talent. I'd like to, like like you were saying, like somebody from Raw come over and be like, hey, I won your (laughs) title. I'm taking it back. Right. And somebody's got to come back and get it. And either taking it back or what they used to do in the heyday of uh, unifying the titles is that the champ would be the only person who traversed the brands. Yeah. So they were working extra hard, which if you're wearing the strap, makes sense. Mm -hmm. Earn that money, son. You know, I I don't know. I think think there's just a lot of talent floating every which direction. And and at this point with WrestleMania, I also feel like they – with like with Oscar challenging who and and with now we've got Nia Jax challenging uh, there's just a lot of I kind of wonder at, my, at sometimes if they're not just going to get rid of the brand split yeah I I don't know if they can because like you said yeah, they're too they're too involved the talent well is so deep and I don't know that they need to necessarily I think that the brand split can be healthy I think there are too many titles which no, takes away takes away the importance yeah. like I would much rather see a four way women's match with Oscar Charlotte Nia and Alexa than see for one title unified, than see two different matches. That I mean, the Oscar Charlotte match has its importance, but does the Nia and Alexa thing really? Is it just to defend the belt on the card? Because that's kind of what it seems like. Yeah, I think we'll we'll discuss that when we get further down the line. Anyhow, I, I, I do have a vision on that one. So, random shakeup speculation for the random question is: 
Who do you want to see switch brands and why? And I'm going to start with uh, old Geronimo over there. Well, I've got a few. It'd be between Matt Hardy, Gallows, and Anderson. Got to be both of them, not just one. Or Finn Balor. The only reason I'm saying that is because I really like all of those wrestlers. And I think since Daniel Bryan has come back, that SmackDown is about to be the superior show. Okay. Why do you think Gallows and Anderson would have to be both? <laughs> Personal preference. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, well, I can, like, I can see that Keeping too. the Bullet Club together as close as you can in the E. The OGBC? Yeah. OGBC. Yep. Marketing. Sick shirt, too. It was, man. Like, when y'all sent me that link, I was like, oh, okay. Um, Mark, I'll go ahead and get it. So who else did you have? Matt Hardy and Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Oh, Finn Balor, okay. Mostly, I'd like to see Matt, and that's because of the deletion match yeah. last week. I'm loving what he's doing right now. It would allow them to rewrite Bray without having to reassociate him with the Bludgeon Brothers or some stupid shit. So that would be kind of nice. Dale, what about you, sir? I think mine's going to be kind of across the board. Uh, I don't really have a specific wrestler. Specific. Um, <laughs> Pacific or specific? I don't have a specific. What I, what I would like to see is there is an overabundance, in my opinion, of female talent on SmackDown and limited on Raw. I think what I would like to see is some exchange there. I'd like to see a little bit more balance. I'd like to see them kind of swap that up because things are getting a little stale, in my opinion. They're getting a little stale trying to figure out who's feuding who because they just keep rotating who's feuding. Yeah. I think that definitely needs a swap. You know, it, it, however they need to do it. I'm not saying specifically, you know, I'm a huge fan of Becky Lynch. I'd like to see her get a, a, a good run. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, I think she's been a hard worker. I think she's been dedicated. You know, so I, I just, mine is across the board. I want to see a big, uh, a, a huge shakeup in the women's division between different shows. Yeah, totally. I can get right there with you on that. Uh, I'm going to cast my vote for Styles, which is almost sort of the opposite direction, Acme, of what you're saying. I, 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 I like the idea of Daniel Bryan coming up, but I wonder what the need is for AJ Styles on the blue brand at that point, and I wonder if he doesn't benefit Raw more by going over. Uh, you have the dynamic of... The club, obviously, and you have the dynamic of Balor, and you have Styles, and you have Samoa Joe coming back, and you have, in my opinion, a whole lot of people that could compete with Styles and make the Monday Night Show actually be the Monday Night Show we all deserve, as opposed to constantly watching Braun Strowman turn a stage over. Yeah. We might actually get a good match. Uh, if he keeps coming out with that that base, I'll be okay with it. Yeah, I mean that was that. Yeah, <laughs> Come what, what was the? Uh... I can't remember what you announced and said it, but catch these hands. the biggest guitar. Like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Commentating has been terrible lately. Oh, Garbage. man. I mean, I have to mention, I forgot to mention that on the last show, but holy hell. Fastlane, what were they using? Like, what What was their... <laughs> yeah, I. It, it, <laughs> the announced team is awful. It is... Uh, Really, just on both brands right now, the announced team has just been absolute horse shit and not been very good. All right, we've got a slight distraction going on over here. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, so it's known, because this is kind of funny. I'm going to go ahead and tell the story. <laughs> I, I live in a house that was built in the 40s. I mean, it's remodeled inside, but I do live beside the river. So when weather changes or like when rain comes occasionally you might get uh, something in your house, and it appears as Acme just spotted a mouse. So <laughs> no, He went and got some food and came back. <laughs> mouse in the house. He's, he's like the he, podcast. I've been gone for two weeks. Where the hell did he get food? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I want to know. I'm he hungry. He took a stroll out there and then came back. 
He's that's Ben. Yeah. <laughs> hey Ben. <laughs> well, I'm Michael Jackson. All right. Anyways, sorry, I just had to say that. That was right. too funny. That was, that's a good one. So, um, all right, guys, moving right along with the WrestleMania theme. Uh, obviously, we'll do our match card predictions a little bit later in the show, but WrestleMania themed, I would like to go ahead and touch base on the 2018 WWE Hall of Fame. Okay. Uh, I, I think it's a it's a pretty mixed bag. There's there, there, It is a clusterfuck in my opinion. There's a lot that I'm excited about and a lot that I'm really not, and I mean, we might as well just, I, I guess we get Dale's first, foremost, main, and most important opinion right out of the way from out of the gate. Favorite part? Uh, okay. I'm going to say the, the biggest shock to me was Kid Rock. Yep. Uh, reason being, you got to look at some of these legends like Cindy Lauper who were actually involved. Yeah. You know, like her, Captain Lou Albano, and just all the things that happened with all that. And yet, It also begs the question if somebody like Cindy Lauper isn't in because she didn't want to accept it. That's true, too. But at the same time, what about Motorhead? Right. Well, I mean, there are so many more deserving people than Kid fucking Rock. Yeah. I'd I'm rather s- see the singer of the DX theme song going. I'm sorry. I, I met his... Even his band can't stand him. <laughs> they can't. The, the Twisted Brown Trucker Band? Yeah. I don't know if a lot of people know that, but Kid Rock was solo. Yeah. The band itself already existed. Yeah. So they couldn't even stand him. But so putting him... I, I I also think this is a political push because I know he's mentioned running for office. Yeah. So what better spotlight when you've got Linda McMahon in office working under the Trump administration? Why not go ahead and put Kid Rock out there for the Hall of Fame? Let's shake hands, McMahon. Yeah. Uh, we also but, know that... You also know Kid Rock's going to be back in Trump in the next election anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not to get political, but, you know, I think that is a possibility. But the other big possibility, and I'm hoping it's not true, oy, I think oy. I think the reason they're bringing Kid Rock in is because we're not going to see the return of The Undertaker. I think he has retired The Undertaker. I think we might see Biker Taker. And what better way than to bring in Kid Rock for a live performance as he comes out as the American badass. Hate, I, hate, hate, hate. No, I'm hate. I, I'm right there with you. I'm I am one hundred percent like I cannot stress that enough. Like I I, I don't want to see it. I thought Fuck that it. I thought McMahon had that that was like a that was like saying Chris Benoit. Like I figured Biker Taker was no. Yeah. But that's the other only reason I could see him bringing Kid Rock in. I, 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 but that's that's Gross. that's my opinion. Uh, the rest of it is literally a clusterfuck. I do like some of them, mm-hmm. but usually they have like some kind of like Unity, like there was a a reason behind everyone being inducted. Yeah, based on like what city it is. What mm-hmm. I guess maybe they had a hard time with this one because you know four WrestleManias ago was it in New Orleans already in New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, so what was yours? Um, basically, I think the Hall of Fame on the whole. I, I you know I'm extremely excited to see Edge and Christian induct the Dudley Boys. I think the Dudley Boys are extremely deserving, but I couldn't think of two better people to induct them outside of possibly Heyman. Or uh, I, my my secret hope was Taz, who's always been one of my favorite wrestlers and worked very closely with Devon as part of the integral office side of ECW in its heyday. But in terms of a WWE Hall of Fame induction, Edge and Christian, I mean, I'm excited to see that. Those guys are great on the mic. They're super entertaining. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited to see the controversy behind Jeff Jarrett going in. <laughs> um, I mean, I can only imagine who's going to induct Jarrett. No. I can't, you know... I have no idea. I don't either. I just, I just thought about that. Like I, uh, I kind of thought about maybe the King, maybe Jerry Lawler, just because of his work with Jerry. But he, you know, what he about does... Can we get Honky Tonk? Ooh, that would be interesting. Um, ba- Battle of the Guitars. I could see it being Styles. <laughs> you got to stop concentrating on the mouse, buddy. <laughs> um, Peripheral. I could totally. 
I could is, totally. Is it big at least? No. Okay. Cool. I could totally see it being AJ Styles, though. Obviously, AJ Styles has a lot of his, uh, a lot of the main moments in his early formative career to Jeff Jarrett. So, I don't know. I'm interested to see where that goes. And then, uh, you know, I'm a fan of Goldberg going in. Makes sense. Ivory going in. Makes sense. I like Jerry's JJ Robertson as the Warrior Award recipient. He already has a relationship with the company. He was an honorary superstar before that. Uh, Mark Henry, Hall of Pain, Hall of Fame. Love it. Who do you think think is going to induct him? Has he already chose? I haven't seen it yet. I was kind of, I wondered if it might not be a Ron Simmons or, you know, somebody that was Nation of Domination affiliated that worked with him a whole lot. What if they had The Rock? The Rock would be cool, and I think that would be a big moment for them to actually use The Rock this year without it looking contrived and bringing him back as a host or an ambassador or 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 something with Ronda Rousey, something with, yeah. Yeah, some stupid shit like that. But uh, I I could see that happening. But the biggest speculation right now, I think, across the board, so they're inducting Hillbilly Jim. Yep. Now, watching Hillbilly Jim was always very interesting and fun and captivating as a kid, right? Yeah. Not, and hell, he just lives south of here. He lives down in Murfreesboro, I believe. Yep. Uh, yeah. Not, you know, the longest career, not the most Hall of Fame moments that I can really think about. I don't think the dude ever held a strap in WWE of any kind. And I will say that... It, I felt like that the induction was kind of oddly timed and the running rumor mill now is he's already come forward and announced that he wants his inductor at the hall of fame to be none other than Hulk Hogan. And I, it begs the question of to me, if you're the WWE and you're going to bring Hulk Hogan back in 2018, following the scandal with a sex tape and racial epithets, so on and so forth, you're really going to do it by having him come back to induct a guy named Hillbilly Jim? <laughs> well, you know, I will say that Vince has never been the, the, the brainstormer when it comes to that. But I will say, if you're about to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, much like Rock and Roll Express last year, did you ever for a second think you would see Jim Cornette on a WWE stage format? I, uh, the only time I thought it was when they announced finally that they were announcing the long overdue Rock and Roll Express into the Hall of Fame. So I personally would not be too shocked to see Hogan come back. I know there's been speculation of him coming back. I saw the price tag that he gave to New Japan to come work over there, and Yo, you got to yeah. be kidding me. That's crazy. Uh, I think really he just needs to get the spotlight back. I think that uh, you know everything was squashed. I'm not agreeing with what he did. Uh, you know, but when every wrestler from the history of his beginning until now, when they all come forward and say, look, he was not racist. Right. You know, he, he made an error. He was recorded in his own or not in his own home, but in a private environment. You know, I'm not again, I'm not agreeing with it, but I think it's time to let it go. I think it's time to to if everybody has backed him that worked with him side by side, for example, Kamala said, in an interview that he would always come to Kamala and check what he got paid to make sure that he got paid the exact same amount as Hogan because he put just as many asses in the seats as Hogan did. Right. So I don't really think that there was a bone in his body. I think he was just angry, said some things he didn't mean. And like I said, it was all dropped. He won the trial. I think it's time. I think it's long overdue. I think we should welcome him back. Uh, let bygones be bygones. It's all water under the fridge. Um, but I, I do think you're right, too. Uh, he is kind of an odd person to team him up with for Hillbilly Jim. But it's really the only person that could induct Jim because it's only his only reference. Unless he got like a Godwin. That would be <laughs> that would be terrible. That would I mean. All right. So uh, what about what about your view there? Acme? You got anything on the, the Hall of Fame? 
Baker pretty much said it. Dudley Boys. Dudley Boys. I think that's fucking awesome. Yeah. 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 No, that's uh, really all I got. It's kind of just everything else is like, eh. Yeah. I, you know, and I'm kind of curious how this is working out, too, because they're inducting them, yet uh, you've got you've got uh, him running or kind of running. What is he? Is he the GM or is he just a manager at Ring he's of like Honor? He's like the enforcer. Bo- uh, Bully Ray, otherwise he known as Bubba Ray the Dudley. Code of Honor. Yeah. He's the enforcer of the Code of Honor in Ring of Honor Wrestling, which to me, leads to some really cool thought processes that they may be able to kind of coincide some parts of the Ring of Honor library to really bolster up some of these DVD releases and some of these specials on people that have come up from the indies like that. Right. Because there's so much untapped material for Sami Zayn, for AJ Styles, for, uh, I mean, obviously, the Adam Cole currently, uh, you know, there's a, a bunch of tag teams and a bunch of singles wrestlers that are currently in wwe that have a wealth of material available in that tape in that tape library and while i don't think wwe is going to own it anytime soon i think maybe working out some level of a trade by using some of that talent much in the same way that they did with ecw way back when i think would be really positive for the industry all right yeah sounds good all right well there was a little cross on the hall of fame so uh if we want to recap on some of these local events that are going on yeah man we got a whole bunch of stuff coming up so uh this monday april 2nd we're going to end up seeing the beginning of pro wrestling classes taught by Tried and True Pro Wrestling in Clarksville with the head coach, Jeremiah Plunkett, who's very locally relevant. He's real awesome, uh, and I think that that school has a whole lot to offer, so they begin their classes Monday, April the 2nd. The day after that, at Bridgestone Arena, downtown Nashville, we have WWE SmackDown Live. This one is super special because it is the go-home edition of WrestleMania. Ugh. Man, I'm hoping it's a barn burner. Yeah. I, I really do. Um, it should be a really great show. Then uh, coming up that following week, a little bit after WrestleMania, we'll have the Micro Wrestling Federation hitting shooters in Hermitage. So be careful, but go. Uh, <laughs> then uh, on April 22nd at the Basement East, we have Southern Underground Pro Wrestling. We don't have enough good things to say about this promotion. They've put on a couple really, really, really great shows, and they're actually celebrating their one-year anniversary with this one. So far, they've announced that Kevin Koo will be defending a title against Donovan Allen, and the MJF will be involved in Ipoke Mania 2 against our buddy, the King of Light Beer, Mr. Mance Warner. Old Mancer. That's always going to be... <laughs> uh, Mance Warner is an amazing performer if you haven't had the chance to see him, and it's guaranteed to be a good time. I'm pretty sure, too, on Southern Underground Pro's website, as of a couple days ago, they have the last event up for either sale or download. You can, I can't remember what you can it, buy it or rent it. But it was it, the footage looks badass. Yeah, the, the little trailer, trailer that was I saw really was cool. absolutely incredible. Also, speaking of Southern Underground Pro, our buddy Righteous Jesse that runs the joint over there has another wrestling podcast based out of Nashville called Kick Out at Two. So you should definitely go check them out. Give them some love and give them some listens. Kick yes. Out at Two. Well, we uh, we do share them on our Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. So in case you're trying to find a link to them, make sure just check there. I always like to cross-promote and help each other out. You know, this is not a competition where I want to cutthroat. We're not making any money doing this. This is just something we enjoy, so we want to make sure we come together as a family. So uh, give love to all the local. Um, Then, again, also on April 22nd, although not in Nashville, about a four-hour haul in Newport, Tennessee at the National Guard Armory, we have Next Generation Wrestling. This one is special because the headlining bout features Ultimo Dragon, who you may know from WCW and WWE and New Japan Pro Wrestling, All Japan Pro Wrestling, all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, Wrestle and Romance had a very long feud with Chris Jericho over there in the 90s. 
legendary Ultimo Dragon accompanied by Sunny Ono going mm-hmm. up against Ray Phoenix, who you may know from Lucha Underground. So that one's going to be extremely special, something to see. Other artists on that card are Nick Aldis, who currently is the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Crimson, boo. Boo. Joey Ryan, uh, The Boys, who you may know from Ring of Honor, and very, very, very many more. So if you have the capability to make it out to Newport, make it out there. May 19th at the Tennessee State Fairgrounds Sports Event Center, we have Overdrive Pro Wrestling. It's a second installment. So far, they've announced big man on campus, Mikey Margugliak versus James Ellsworth, who you may know from WWE SmackDown Live. We have former ECW women's competitor and WWF women's champion Jazz going up against Rebel. We have Colt Cabana from Ring of Honor versus Austin Aries, who you may know from WWE, NWA Saw, TNA Impact, many, 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 many more. Gary and Jimmy Valiant will be there making performances. The Monster Abyss, Carrie Offal and Nick Iggy, the Carnies, straight out of Tennessee, they'll be there. Robbie E., the Rock and Roll Express, WWE 2017 Hall of Famers. The general manager, Terry Runnels, the headliner, Chris Michaels, and many, many, many more. So you want to make sure to make it out to Overdrive Pro Wrestling May 19th. Then we have Extreme Extreme Midget Wrestling at the warehouse in Clarksville, Tennessee on August 18th. And then the Micro Wrestling Federation, again at the Tennessee State Fairgrounds Sports Events Center on October the 6th, which gives us hope that there will be many more shows at the fairgrounds. Get the burger. <laughs> I've said it before, I'll say it again. No, yep, I mean, keep, push, keep pushing it, man. Here. I mean, hopefully they'll give you a portion. I mean, <laughs> Sponsor me. <laughs> come on. So if you see Acme come up to the uh, food stand, go ahead and throw in cheeseburger. You're going to change his name to Acme Fairgrounds Cheeseburger Brown. Uh, this time I also do want to give a shout-out to uh, another podcast who has been great uh, in, in cross-promoting with us, Inconclusive Breakdown. Uh, they are an anti-PC entertainment news podcast. Uh, they they cross all realms. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be about comic books. It could be about uh, movies upcoming. It could be about remakes. Like one of the last ones, you know, they covered on Kevin Smith's heart attack. They they, they touch every possible angle, even a little bit on wrestling. You know, that's like I, I just learned there. I think they're doing the Fresh Princess of Bel-Air. They're doing a reboot on that. Whoa. Word? Yeah, see what I mean? Like there's, there's just all this information they give that I had no idea about. They really dig deep when it comes to information. You can find their stuff on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Uh, if you want to follow them, they're at Facebook.com slash Inconclusive Breakdown or Twitter.com slash Inconclusive Pod. Uh, we're going to go ahead and throw something in here that we didn't have listed on our board up here, but it, we're going to have to because of when this is going to air. What have we got for your match, your, your, your clip or your match of the week here, Agni? Well, just go on to the old YouTube and... Put an ECW Sandman Crucifixion. Him and my boy Raven put on a very fun Easter match. So happy Easter, everybody! Yeah, I will, I will definitely put that on the film, the uh, Facebook, so you can check that out. Little but, known fact about that match: Kurt Angle was in the audience. I, I don't ooh, know that this is little known. I'm not sure this is little known. I think it's pretty out there. But he uh, he was considering signing with ECW as a performer before he considered signing with WWE. And this particular moment in the show. After they had already shown him on TV being in the audience, they ended up going with this angle, and it made him so angry that he got up and walked out and put a cease and desist on them rebroadcasting the footage of him having been present for the event. So that's kind of an interesting story right there. Can you imagine what would have happened if ECW, the original Paul Heyman run ECW, pre-WWE ECW, had made it to Kurt Angle before the E did? God. Hmm. I, I, I don't think we'd see him wrestling now. 
Probably not. I mean, in my opinion, I I hate to say this, but I I hate seeing him wrestle. I I can tell how much pain he's in. Yeah, I hate Uh, seeing him walk. Well, I know for a fact that uh, when he was with Impact, he actually, prior to matches, would just sit there and not move a muscle. And as soon as they would cue him up to go out, he'd get up and just go on out. And, I mean, he is so... So many years of just the cortisone shots, the just everything that he's had to do, his body has broke down. Uh, I'm hoping that they, in his run, as far as, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm just hoping they ended that the, uh, the 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 run of him actually being in ring action because I'm 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 tired of seeing him get beat up, much like Undertaker. Absolutely. Yeah, it's exact same scenario. Like just, just sit down, dude. Hang it yeah. up. Hang it up. All right, so what we got? I think what we're going to move right along into after the local promo is uh, we're going to give the Hot Tag Wrestling hot take on the little Hot Take Whitfield. We need to have him on for one of these. Um, <laughs> God. The, uh, <laughs> we're going to run on down the match card for WrestleMania 34, at least the 11 confirmed matches so far, uh, a little bit of speculation on what the other two matches might be and see kind of where we think uh, where we think everything's going. I'm going to go ahead and start with the two matches that are not officially announced, but I would say are pretty much guaranteed gets. One of which being, we haven't seen an official confirmed announcement for a SmackDown Tag Team title match yet. The Usos have notoriously gotten snubbed on being on the grandest stage of them all for quite some many number of years now. So, what makes me wonder is, you see how the New Day's gotten laid out and kind of taken out. You see the Bludgeon Brothers come out and do their thing, which is kind of a one-trick pony. You have a lot of tag teams on SmackDown that aren't being used, like Brizongo, The Ascension, uh, maybe even to an extent Rusev and Nate in English could be included in this. That's yeah, Rusev Day. He doesn't. It's always Rusev Day, but Ru- WrestleMania Day right now ain't Rusev Day because if he, he comes back down in a tank, I'm gonna lose my shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Best um, intro ever. He did end up putting out a celebrity challenge, to which people like Macaulay Culkin have replied, but I don't know. Uh, I don't really see any of this coming to any kind of fruition. But. Is he going to come out there with his pizza cover band? Right, Pizza Underground. I believe they retired that shit. Good. But I would wager to say that New Day are probably out in terms of the performances if you really look at the way that they sold these injuries to Kofi and Xavier Woods, which mm-hmm. is very unfortunate because they're some of my favorite performers. I really like to see them on the card, but... It doesn't really look to be in the making. I do think that the Usos are definitely going to have to defend on the main card, and I don't really see it being anybody other than the Bludgeon Brothers at this point. Oh. Yeah. Rest hold. God. That'll be the smoke break match. I don't, yes. even, I don't even smoke, but I'll go outside. Yeah. Um, that's one, and then I think the other one that there's a lot of speculation on now, it's one of my favorite angles that they've run on SmackDown in recent memory. Uh, previously announced was Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. And that was announced by Shane McMahon before they laid Shane McMahon out right after he said he was going on an indefinite hiatus. Following week on SmackDown Live, the same day SmackDown goes on air, we find out that the one and only Daniel Bryan has been cleared to compete by the WWE. With with extreme rules following, but yes. Yeah, they got a lot of a lot of scrutiny on him after every match just to make sure that he stays in healthy condition, but as of right now he is officially cleared. Which led to a confrontation at the end of SmackDown Live where Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens were both fired on television and they proceeded to lay out Daniel Bryan on his first night after being cleared. The running speculation is Shane and Daniel Bryan going up against Owens and Zayn at WrestleMania. But right now, Owens and Zayn have gone and changed their Twitter handles back mm-hmm. to what they fight were before. Fight, fight, yeah. They've, uh, I mean, basically right now, this whole getting fired thing, 
they were really selling it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm loving it. You yeah, know, it's uh, fucking awesome. This again proves why Kevin Owens was Dusty Rhodes' baby. Yep. Because he really keeps the kayfabe. Like if you run into him, like I remember seeing footage of him at Disney World with his his family, and if you ran into him, yeah, leave him alone. Yep, not a good idea. So French bastard. <laughs> I, I think the tag match could be fun. I you know I'm French. Fuck you. <laughs> as long as it's pardon, pardon my French. As long as it's not a one on one with Owens and Shane again, I'm down. Uh, I don't want to see a repeat of that in any way whatsoever. But yeah. that being uh, said. Yeah, because I, I did notice, I, I did rewatch that. Uh, I wasn't able to watch it live, but I did watch the the uh, the bump on the edge of the uh, on the oh, edge of the ring, and you saw immediately the referee grab his hand and and get that squeeze from Daniel. Yep, uh, they're really watching him. You um, should have seen the pop at the Gold Rush when that went down. Josh Whitfield was standing up in his stool. We were all just yelling at the top of our lungs, like, "Don't do it on the first night! No, yeah. no, no! Yep. Fuck!" I mean, that's a hell of a bump to take as soon as you get cleared. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, okay, let's just take a pop-up power bomb to the apron. Yep. It's like, oh, you're fixed? Let's let's just go, go ahead and fuck you up. Yeah, we'll take you back. <laughs> Brian was bumping himself. Yep. All those running drop kicks into the corner, everything. Oh, that he, man. Everything he landed looked rough as shit. He's yeah. landing on the one side of his neck I'm like, no yeah. wonder, buddy. You could tell. He was he was just ready. It's yeah. Like, Calm it, down. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. You can't come that far out of the gate. But it was extremely entertaining and a great segment. So I'm looking forward to seeing how they develop that into Mania. Now on into the uh, the matches that are confirmed on the card. We got the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. There are a lot of folks that had said they're in it. I don't care. Uh, so far, no. what we've seen, it hasn't led to shit for anybody. Yep. Who are the winners? Cesaro, Baron Corbin, and Mojo so far? Yeah. Uh, and then I think there was some speculation. Or not speculation. I do believe it was Dave Meltzer or Sports. There was another news source that said that... Uh, this could be when we see the the reawakening of Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I could see that. So that's a good thing to know. It's a good thing to note, uh, and, and that could be kind of exciting. But we'll see. the uh, The women's battle royal. There's a whole lot to talk about there. Yeah, uh, I actually didn't know why they were fighting against it so much, and then y'all told me before we started recording. I was like, "Whoa!" Pretty intense stuff. So. For those of you that don't know, they originally called this match the Fabulous Moolah Battle Royal, Memorial Battle Royals, excuse me, but they wanted to pay tribute to somebody and chose the Fabulous Moolah, who it's been very, very, very well documented over the last few decades, or maybe an entire century by now, she was old, that she had a habit of taking female performers and basically sex trading them and encouraging them to go and basically kind of pimping them out to keep herself higher up on the card and keep the business and the money to herself, taking cuts of what they were getting paid. She would basically farm them out to wrestlers and uh, people that ran the territorial promotions in her heyday. So it really didn't put a good taste in a lot of people's mouth, especially. A bit of a oh, well, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, you want to move up the card? Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at that. It's just put a good it, taste in my mouth. Yeah. Oh, well, now I see why they changed the name and I see why there was such an outroar. And I agree with that completely. Yep. Uh, that's a good move. In terms of who wins it, again. This is just a reason for them to get a whole bunch of people on the card at the same time. I think it would be great if they chose to uh, take an NXT call up and give them a shot here, like a Kyrie Sane or an Ember Moon. But you know, Ember fucking Moon. They've got so many people that they in the women's division Wait, that they isn't can't. This, isn't that how Corbin came up? I believe so. Didn't do he do the? So. Didn't he do the Andre the Giant Memorial yeah, he win? Won. It, I mean, he won, then... but I can't remember if he was main roster then or not. I don't think he was. I don't I think, think so. Yeah. I think he got moved up. Yeah. Well, so hopefully they pull something similar. I'm kind of tired of the majority of the women that we're seeing on TV right now. Just a lot of their performances and their characters are pretty lackluster. 
you know, you got this whole lingering Carmella money in the bank bullshit that I'm not really that's, a big fan that's of. That's why I was saying, I, it, when we talk about the brand split and swap up, shakedown, I'm hoping they, they revamp that. Because the women's division really is doing a lot of amazing things. It's just, you know, we, we, we need some, some freshener there. Yep. Um, moving on down the card. And speaking of the Car- Carmella thing, I have some opinions here. We've got what looks to be coming up. Alexa Bliss defending the Raw Women's Championship against Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, over under on Carmella running out and cashing in for the Raw Women's title. Uh, I'm going to say it's very strong on that. But at the same time, I see her failing. Maybe. I, I really think in this match, uh, Nia has done nothing but... The one thing Vince loves is a hard worker mm-hmm. and somebody that just says yes to whatever. And Nia has went through body shaming. She has went through so much negativity, and they keep pushing her. You know, they even had her referee matches, and she did it. You know, there was just so much stuff that she's done that I think she could possibly... We could possibly see a title change there. I think it's about time. With them pulling Asuka off the brand, potentially, uh, while she challenges Charlotte at Mania for the SmackDown women's title, they need a domineering woman force yep. on Raw. They and need I am an Alexa not- Bliss fan. Yeah. But I think it is time for a change. But you're right. I do see a possibility of Carmella cashing in, but I see her failing miserably. Which may lead to her being involved in the, the Superstar shakeup. Yep. And getting on over to Raw, doing some cool shit, just in time for her ex-boyfriend, Big Cast, to come back from the IR. Mm-hmm. I'm actually ready for that. I'm, I'm ready to see what they do with him. Yeah, I think that he could be involved in a, a main event level push, you know, pretty oh, quickly out of the gate. Easy. He's a believable performer. Uh, he's a great talker. He's got a lot of charisma. He's very athletic. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they do there too. Then we have for the cruiserweight championship, Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. Now these guys have both advanced in the 205 Live cruiserweight world title tournament. So I think that this match should be a whole lot of fun. Mustafa Ali with that inverted 450 finisher. Cedric Alexander was his lumbar check finisher. I think that this is going to be really high-paced and, you know, one of those matches that it's not going to steal the card just because the setup's not there for it, the characters aren't there for it, but I think athletically it could prove to be the most impressive match on the card. Yep. Then, moving on, we have Dabar defending the illustriously boring, currently, Raw Tag Team World titles against Braun Strowman and an as-yet-unannounced opponent. I hope he doesn't come out with anybody. Just him. <laughs> I think it's yeah. just, if he just comes out and whips their ass and then holds both titles up. <laughs> I mean, I'm down with that. And what if he wore both of them? Yeah, put them yeah. together. <laughs> if he just wore both of them around his waist. If he just comes out with Kurt Hawkins and <laughs> basically coming out with nobody. Yeah. No, or we could see Bo again. You never know. That could be neat. Maybe that. Maybe that's Bray. Maybe Braun and Bray. Who knows? Then we move on to the uh, illustriously boring, lazy writing of the secondary title triple threat matches. From both cards. Yeah. Now, why they are doing a triple threat for the U.S. title and a triple threat for the Intercontinental title is completely and totally beyond me. This is another one where I wish they'd just blend the matches, put a ladder in there, and get it over with. I, I, I of course, expect to see a title change on the IC. Yeah. Uh, I think that was just them honoring Randy Orton for so many years of work. Of the U.S.? Yeah. Or, yeah, sorry, the U.S. I expect to see him basically not necessarily fade out, but they kind of wanted to give him that Grand Slam opportunity. And, yep. the, and the title change. Yep. Now, you know. do you do you think that Rude goes over and moves into another United States Championship program, or do you think they bump him up to Maine I, and put I, Mahal over here? I think they bump him up. Yep. I really do. I think that was just a first title run, you know, kind of get him used to the crowd. The crowd's still popping. You know, he's a, he's a great in-ring performer. Yep. So I, I, I think it's time for him to move again. Yep, me too. Uh, Ask so, me what you got on that one. Well, well, <laughs> let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> I fucking I kind of don't like Randy Orton at all. Yeah, I'm with of, you there. A lot of people, a lot very, of people don't. 
upset with the way everything went down. Yep. So, I don't know. See, here's where I'm the eyeball. I'm, I'm the one that likes Orton. But, uh, you know, I, I, I just like how matter-of-fact, blunt, honest, just, you know, if you don't like him, fuck you. And that's, that's just kind of... I'm not saying that specifically to you. I'm saying like him. <laughs> if Fuck you, you too, man. Yeah, all right, man. Fuck. Shit. Chew big red gum. Worst theme song in the world out of nowhere. Yeah. <clears throat> Best one. Yep. So, uh, yeah, okay. So I think we all pretty much agree there will probably be a title change there. I think they're going to end up putting it on Mahal because it's the only way to keep him over and make it look like, yeah, I hate it too. But the only way to make it keep, you know, keep making it look like it was a good decision in the first place at least do a little bit can we just get him a sponsorship by like neutrogena or some one of those oh, like Lordy. pimple cleaners for the steroids gross his back is nothing but volcanoes um uh, moving on we got for the ic title raw brand we have the miz versus seth rollins 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 versus uh finn balor i don't really i i have a hard time seeing where this one goes i of course want miz to retain i'm a huge mark for the miz uh i think that both rollins and balor deserve to be in a main event program and that the miz being the intercontinental champion can help to get a lower card talent over yeah that's how i'd like to see him use it yeah no i agree with that completely uh, I actually hated the Miz to begin with, which is what you should. You know, right. that's that's part of his character, it's part of what he does. Uh, but he's grown on me. You yep. know, the promos he cuts are amazing. Yeah, they're very good. I mean, if I were to put someone in the past two years best on Mike as far as cutting promos, I'm putting him right there. There you go. The first one being on Talking Smack with Daniel Bryan, he just oh that was a game changer for him in his career. Man, yes, it was. I mean, that went right up there with, in my opinion, that went up there with some of the Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes promos. Oh, absolutely. Stone Cold's first one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he, he brought it back. I like the Miz for that. And then moving right along, Charlotte versus Asuka. I got Asuka. I don't have Asuka. much else to say about it. Oh, uh, yeah. All I mean, I, you, you, you can't build someone up like that and have her lose. Yeah. That's I will say also... the one thing that scares me is they might just be like, guess what? Now yeah. you defeated. But well, I don't Flair, doesn't, Flair doesn't need a title to still be interesting to watch on TV. And no. uh, with Asuka, she just doesn't need a loss right now. Plus, I am sick and fucking tired of hot potato with Flair. That's true. Yeah, they keep on putting it back on her because everybody else can't handle it. She's literally going to catch up with her dad's title reign in, in, in like <laughs> a year and a half. Year. Like, Yeah, so I, I got Asuka. We all got Asuka. Nobody's ready for Asuka. No. Um, moving right along, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon versus the team of geriatric USA Olympic <laughs> champion Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey. <laughs> the, uh, I think this is you know this is a big one. They don't have to do a lot of work in this match. The more and more I thought about it, I was really disappointed in the choice of Angle as her partner at first, and I still am. But I see why they did what they did. You have two people with a very strong Olympic background. The only two people currently in the company that have a hugely strong Olympic background outside of Brock Lesnar and the now retiring and going into the Hall of Fame Mark Henry. So I see why they paired her the way they paired her. The authority angle makes sense on paper. They don't really physically have to do a lot of work. I hope she never does that Samoan drop again. No. It was real, real, real ugly. Oh, it was fucking terrible. But uh, I would also love to see this as a way to write Stephanie McMahon the fuck off TV. Yes, please. Yes. Please. So hopefully that's the way that goes. I got Angle Rousey going over because they're not going to have Rousey not go over. Nope. Yeah. It's one of those things. Yep. Maybe they'll pull a swerve. Plus, you can't. I mean, Triple H has the title of most losing person at WrestleMania. Right. So he's got to keep that going. Yeah. I mean, every time he wins, it's catastrophic. Sting. (laughs) Everybody hated it. They only shake your hand after it's hit you in the face with a fucking hammer. What about Booker T? 
That single-handedly <laughs> derailed one of the largest world title pushes ever by insisting on winning a match because he wanted to work a program against Kevin fucking Nash following WrestleMania. <laughs> like, in that day and age, that's just one of the worst booking decisions ever. So, Angle Rousey for the win there. Uh, Styles Nakamura, I, I really wish would go last. Yep. I don't see it happening. Nope. No. Watch it be fucking first. They, oh, that would be terrible. <laughs> it's a rumor. There yeah, is a rumor. Terrible. I do think I, I think I'm going to see a title change on that too. I think they're I think that's going to be part of the brand push, kind of like what you said to move AJ over to Raw. I think they're going to swap the title over to Shinsuke. That way, maybe AJ can go after Brock or however he needs to. But I, I do think they're going to see a title change for that. I, I was hoping fucking AJ retains, and then the following SmackDown, him and Daniel get into some bullshit, and there it goes. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Brian Nakamura Styles at SummerSlam. Oh, for the strap. Yeah. Okay. That I mean, you could also build towards the fact that hey, Daniel Bryan's contract expires what September first. September first. It was rumored to twenty third, but he was just at a Q and A at a convention, and he did say, "I don't know where y'all got that from. My contract expires on the first. So I mean, we could be looking at a situation where the speculation is much akin to CM Punk's Money in the Bank match, where he's walking in, you're not knowing if he's going to win or lose, but his contract's up, so you know the stakes are high. I could see that storyline being something they played off of heavily. I think that you could do that with Brian Nakamura and anybody. They yep. wouldn't have to be Styles, but yeah. I do see Styles retaining here. Okay. That's just me. So two to one. I got you. What's the next one? Next and last confirmed. The reigning, defending, conquering, universal <laughs> champion, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Went, no, in the, went in the red there fuck. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, he's defending against everybody's least favorite top guy the inimitable superman punch <laughs> i don't think we've ever used that more than we have in these last two episodes. no uh, it's kind of weak right now. roman reigns i you know i think reigns has to go over i don't think brock's got much left in the tank for the e before he tries to get one more shot at ufc the running rumor is that he wants ufc basically as an excuse to get wwe to pay him more for when he wants to come back and work less so what I, a piece of shit yep what a piece of shit. What this sucks. is the one time that I hope that he loses that fucking title. I, I really do hope he loses the title. I, I would like to see it meaningful. Uh, I, I, I hate to see it go to Reigns. I really do. I much like your scenario better where Styles ends yeah. up going after Lesnar, after, after Mania. That would be much cooler for me, but shit, I just don't see it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I do. I'm still going to stick with my prediction <clears throat> as much as I would like to see him lose. Uh, I think Brock will retain. I think we'll see AJ lose, and I think AJ will swap brands and go after Lesnar. Yep. Now, we already did talk about one other potentially rumored match, which was John Cena versus The Undertaker. There's been all these talks. Uh, All of us, I think, are on the same page of agreeing that we hope it does not happen. I think if it does happen, Cena goes over. Yep. It's the only way it could work. Yep. Uh, Gross. Why? God damn it. You say you, say I, you I can't do, see me. I say don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah, right? Please, no shit. I don't want to see you. No, no one does. Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I would totally forgot. We <laughs> we mentioned Undertaker, but again, I don't think we're going to see Undertaker. Yeah. I, th- I think we're going to see Biker Taker, unfortunately. Yeah. So um, there's that. But, you know, I, I think that pretty much wraps most of our predictions for the card. Uh, I hate that we it sounds so unenthusiastic because, honestly, WrestleMania weekend is always one of the most hyped and amazing weekends of the year. I mean, you have the Hall of Fame. you got NXT TakeOver, which is sure to be a blast. Fuck yeah. Made event alone. Almas versus Aleister Black. I can't yes. wait. Yes. Yep. Uh, the title, the new North American NXT title. 
Very, very, very stoked to see how that turns out. So that's going to be great on Saturday night. Same night as our Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor coming out of New Orleans, which is also available to watch on the Fight TV app. And then you have WrestleMania, which, you know, I think is like Christmas for all of us. This is what it is. And it's it's always going to be an entertaining show. Um, I think at this point, with us running a little bit short on time, what we're going to do is go ahead and do a run-through of, uh, with it being Mania, we're going to pick our favorite Mania match. Uh, of course, you can watch any of these matches on the WWE Network for the low price of nine ninety nine. Yeah, I wish we didn't it. rehearse that, actually. No, we didn't, but it worked out. We're fucking pros here. Yeah, we are. I, I don't know fucking what. Fucking pro. Over here at Hot Tag, <laughs> we ain't fucking around. So what is your favorite match, uh, Acme? My favorite Mania match at, uh, I guess, WrestleMania 17's um, Ed yep. and Christian, the Boys, and the Hardys. Yes, X7 for the tag title. That fucking Edge Spear and Jeff. Edge okay. coming off of the tall ladder. Jeff is hanging from the belt. And that spear, just that thud, it just, he credit cards him. It it's just looks perfect. I mean, it's crazy looking. The whole match is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, that, uh-huh, one, uh-huh. that one bit right there is just so, fire. There you go. You got Acme's. That's uh, WrestleMania X7. That's right. So, uh, Jesse, what do you got? Man, I got to go. So, my, my favorite match of all time, obviously, was a WrestleMania match. Uh, Steamboat Flair, WrestleMania 3. But in terms of a WrestleMania match that fits into the WrestleMania card, my favorite match, I would have to go with WrestleMania 8 for the Intercontinental Championship. Bret the Hitman Hart versus the Hot Rod himself, Roddy Piper. Mm-hmm. That match, uh, I'm a big believer in the suspension of disbelief with wrestling and getting to a point where you have absolutely no idea who's going to come out on top because they both deserve it and they both make sense. And that, to me, was the epitome of that war. Right. Uh, All right, well, I'm going to go with mine, uh, and it's going to be kind of in line with this WrestleMania. You've got, in my opinion, the headlining card is uh, Styles and Shinsuke. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with uh, WrestleMania, I do believe, what was it? we got WrestleMania 6. Yep where we saw the battle of face versus face when you had Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior. With the world title and the Intercontinental title on the yep. line in the same match. Hogan was the world champion going in. Warrior was the IC champ going in. Yep. And it was that when he held the IC title after <laughs> Honky Tonk's challenge? Correct. <laughs> Honky Tonk, man. Best 20 uh, seconds of your life. That's what yep. you got to do. But, uh, yep. All right. Well, do we have anything else to cover on these? I think this is our sign-off. The only other thing that we want to say coming out of this, we've been uh, releasing these on Saturdays. What we're going to do after today, we're going to take next Saturday itself off while we party it down for WrestleMania weekend. And mm-hmm. then what we're going to come, we're going to come back on a different day. We're going to come back on Thursday, April the twelfth, with our post WrestleMania recap show. And uh, we're going to start changing to a Thursday format for y'all. We think that it's probably a little bit easier to digest this on your drive home and it makes a whole lot more sense for us so when you don't see us on the 7th just remember you'll see us on the 12th yeah because you know it's 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 one of those things where we want to make sure that you can definitely hear but also with the cast here we've got very different schedules so it's just going to work out in the long run all the way around plus it's wrestlemania weekend i'm gonna be drunk as piss yep well i'm back on my sober boat but you know I'll be cheering and hollering. I'll be throwing stuff at the TV. Yeah, there you go. We'll take care of it for you. So we're going to let Glenn Goza carry us out. This is Dale Hangman Albright. Jesse Baker. Acme Geronimo Brown. Glenn Goza as he sings wrestling. Thank you. Thank you. Well, the boss called me 
up and said, come in to work. I just hung up on that slave driving jerk. I'm going to wrestling. Going to wrestling. You think I'd rather be sweating on the dock or watching somebody use a hammer lock? I'm going to wrestling. Going to wrestling. R-A-S-S-L-I-N, that's wrestling. R-A-S-S-L-I-N, that's wrestling. I love to watch the missing link bang his head on a corner post. And the romper bumper butt butt delivered by the eyes man. The Freebirds, Roberts, Hayes, and Gordy, but what I like the most is Kerry delivering the iron call as only the father it's can. Boss called again, said it's time and a half. You'll come in tonight, and I just had to laugh. I'm going to wrestle. Going to wrestle. R-A-S-S-L-I-N, that's wrestling. R-A-S-S-L-I-N, that's wrestling. Well, my girlfriend called. Friend, she could be a model for Fredericks of Hollywood, but she was happy.